dude, I'm on this English to Yucatec Maya translation. Oh, I've been on that before. And it's classic, yeah. right? Um, so Jimmy Eat World translates to way, Jimmy Eat. But then it says English Yucatec Maya. Why is that? Why is it way? I guess the world, the word world way. in Yucatec yeah. Maya is way. Interesting. Because I was like, oh, like, like, what if I did Justin? And Justin in Yucatec Maya is Justin. And David is David. Is it because it's a proper name, like, then? You think because you've capitalized it? It, it must. Because, yeah, like you do another one. Like Amy is just in there. So it's like Mayan Amy. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Man. It's Mayan Amy. <laughs> it's Mayan Amy. Justin, I don't think you get it. Uh, it's the language. Right. Is Mayan. Amy. And her name yeah, is Amy. My enemy. And the song is My <laughs> Enemy. Oh, there we go. I get it. Anyway, this is Jimmy. <laughs> uh. Uh, that was Sick. a Hail Mary after, wow, what an incredible interview wow. we just had. Uh, obviously, everybody at this point has heard it, but we just finished our interview with Mitch Porter, and that was. There's so much great stuff, stuff that we're going to be able to mine for years yeah. to come. I don't know if it's going to make it into that final version of the interview or if we're going to hold it for later. Um, but wow, what a great uh, what a great interview. Yeah, absolutely glad. And I'm glad I was a part of that one. It wasn't uh, just uh, just you or me. I think it was great that you and I were able to kind of help one another uh, help him, yeah. re- re- you know, remind him of certain uh did we hit your timeline yeah, stuff? I know. Pretty much. Yeah. So he had mentioned, I still think <laughs> he didn't give it specific months, but the years that he had mentioned, they're pretty much what we were assuming. And it's and it's so funny, those core memories, right? It must be so core, like that show at the Nile Theater. You he basically quoted Dan Ozzie's book word for word from Jeremy Yoakum's account of that evening and hearing it again from Mitch Porter, who has yet to read Sellout. Right. Say exactly almost word for word the story in in right. sellout. Uh, it's terrific. So, um, so yeah, housekeeping. I finished Dan Ozzy's book. Well, I finished Jimmy World's chapter of Dan Dan Ozzy's book, and it's terrific. Um, lots of stuff. Like I, I don't remember if we talked about it, but y- you remember that the. Uh, do you remember mm-hmm. Justin the bridge to um uh what am I think of uh. Justin, if if I didn't host a Jimmy Eat World podcast, I wouldn't be uh praise chorus. The original bridge to a praise chorus. Do you remember the lyrics? Oh boy. Um the bridge? Are- it wasn't Davy Von Bolin's amalgamation of things. It was a random Oh yeah, yeah. We listened thing. to that. I couldn't tell you what it was, but it was fast yeah. action. Come on, come <sighs> fast on. Fast action. Dude. So so Wes Kid was in a band called Triple Fast Action. Mm-hmm. And it, that's just, it makes me wonder, that's got to be where the fast action came right, from. Right, because it's such a strange phrase to say. And Wes Kidd was turning the knobs on uh, Clarity with Mark Trombino. So uh, I just love hearing those incestuous things, the things that I just didn't know um, or or don't remember. Right, and, and when they were recording the that, that was for. probably a uh, an 11th hour decision. Like we had to fill something in here. And you know what, Wes, you're back. To, yeah. yeah, fast action. <laughs> come on, fast come on. Yeah. yeah. And that was on Bleed American. I don't remember if Wes Kid worked on Bleed American, but obviously they knew Wes yeah. Kid from having worked on, uh, I think Wes might have worked on Static Prevails uh, and Clarity uh, with Mark. But, um, but yeah, it was just fun hearing those things. Mitch gets brought up in the book a little bit. Um, and, uh, and yeah, uh, just kind of wild, like uh, getting to talk to Mitch and him being so gracious with his time and, and being uh, such a sport to chat about those days. So um, another weird thing, speaking of members of Jimmy Eat World, um, I didn't even think about Robin not being on this tour. Oh, yeah. With Dashboard. That that was weird um, that I just didn't even notice. Well, <laughs> I, I noticed, but I had in the back of my head the thought that, and this was, this was my justification, was that they're, they're going, they're slimming down, they're going just as a rock band. And I, I think as we spoke about it more, maybe, maybe Robin is a little quirky and 
you know, like Jim is just kind of like cuts the bullshit. And he's like, I don't, you know, I imagine that I know that they've they've put him on like Jimmy World is right. And they put his name down there on, on yeah. the, um, surviving Phoenix Sessions. And he's on records. Now. Right. Yeah. I don't know if just maybe this it just didn't work out. And he's like, hey, you know, what? I don't want to deal with it. Let's just go on this tour. We're going to say, you know, we don't need you on this tour. It's just going to be us rocking out for an hour. Boom. Which is pretty much how every every one of their things is. It's been about, about an hour um, that they've rocked yeah. out. Yeah, and I think I, I think that I think the slimming down of personnel is really yeah. where it comes down. Like, um, I'm actually surprised the dashboard's going out with a full band well, and not yeah. just Chris. Um, although you know, you know, you gotta have a big rock show. But uh, I mean, Jim posted a show, a picture from their Florida. Like, oh my god! Yeah, the, playing out there. That, that he goes Tampa. What a what a or well, like I. I've been to Disneyland without a mask, like you know what I mean, and that was like okay. I think I think this is okay. Being at that show, dude, without that's a mask, that's like Arena Rock. <laughs> that 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 looked so. I mean, it looked amazing. Like that's the kind of a crowd. I'm sure it was you a great stop time. and as yeah. a, as a band, yeah, being in the crowd, yeah, you're right. It's a different thing. It's like, did you uh, you vaccinated or what? But uh, <laughs> being a, a band member up there on the stage, you just take it take it all in, soak that in for ten seconds, and just look at these guys that are there to see you and dashboard. Man, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know what? I got to log into Discord here. Do you have any I housekeeping? I do. You had a friend of yours, Joey, pop into the server asking a question. That- oh yeah. So Joey, I got. Uh, um, I know from Hi, my name is Mark. Discord from Mark Hoppus's mm-hmm. Discord um, page, and he had asked the question that he posed in our thing, and I uh, invited him over to the server. Yes, and thankfully, uh, futures past. I mean, he is he, he has so much information packed away in his brain yeah. that he described it. Well, how did he describe it? Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, I, I, it's my comment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's oh, go yeah. back to this. Uh, David invited me here to help solve a mystery. I have a distinct memory from the late aughts through the mid-teens, 08 to 2013 or so, of a live version of Pain with an extended metal-esque intro, the drums weren't quite the intro drums, at least not until right before the song started, and Jim was going ham with palm-muting licks. Does that ring any bells for anyone? Uh, th- my shoddy memory thinks it was an audio file. And then he gave an example of them playing at uh, Live Bay Rock in Park 2018. Right. Yeah. And, e- and maybe we can listen to a little bit of that. And it was so funny because the Pain episode had yet to come right. out. Right. So I was like, wait, Payne, we just did this episode. I don't remember talking about anything like this. Like, I remember looking for Jim to do the, uh, you know, the growl and the, ah, dear, (laughs) Um, and stuff like that. But, um, but, and we, anyway, play, do you have uh, this first show that he mentioned? Yes, here we go. Because we we had so many, we we couldn't have played them all, but we certainly tried. Yeah. So that's the the intro he's talking about where Oh dude, I can't hear oh, it. Oh, you can't? It's not coming through to me. I, I thought you oh. were looking for it. That's why I said it's a feature. Oh well. <laughs> I thought you were looking for oh, it. Oh, I got you. Well, it. I listened to it and everyone else listened to it. Let's see. So there we go. My microphone back to default device. You know what it was? I made I made the uh the mistake of updating Skype right before this. Now, Classic. did you want to listen to it now? I'm gonna cut Dude, yeah, you sound great <laughs> All right. now. Oh, dude, I should have said something because in the Mitch Porter interview on my end, you were very echoey. And I was like, I don't know, like maybe it's Oh, no. Oh, damn. I should have known. Yeah. So my my side of your uh, we're not going to use my side of your audio anyway. But anyway, notes, notes for things that have happened in the past (laughs) to the people listening to this now. Um, So did you want me to listen to this again? (laughs) Here we go. Sure. Take two. I didn't hear like the nuances. I really wanted to. Gotcha.
Okay. So there so, you have that. That was the... But that, but that was not quite no. the one he was like. And without for. even listening, Future's Past. I can't listen to the video example right now, but that description sounds like Eins Live Radio Concert in Germany. <laughs> the recording has... Which we did play right. on the show. <laughs> but I was like, eh, hey, let's just skip forward 50 and seconds. this and is... And I skipped over this This is what intro. we missed here. Let's listen to this a little bit, which I had to listen to at least seven or eight times over because... <laughs> Well, I don't. He does like the Ramstein, and that must have been why oh, they were yeah. doing it because they were in, in Germany. Germany. Germans, because he does that. Oh. It sounds just like it. Here we go. Hear Tom hitting the the strings up yeah. above the nut. <laughs> Almost a minute. I don't feel the way I've ever it's so good. <laughs> I know I'm gonna smile and not get worried. So that's what we missed. <laughs> God, I can't believe it. So thank you, Joey, for yeah. that. Oh, man. So that was what I had that there. That was terrific. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> um, oh, uh, dude, Linux uh, went ahead and posted in, where is this? In the Off Topic channel, and I just missed it. Um, today I learned this is something called Spangle. We finally know what the wedding present was singing about. And he posted to a Reddit post of the in. Somebody took a picture of the inside of a Dole pineapple can. And they said, what is this white dappled pattern on the inside of a Dole pineapple can? And this was solved. This was posted by Agreeable Water One uh, or Agreeable Wafer One six days ago on Reddit. And uh, Paul... Hog says it's called galvanization. It's a process of coating steel with a thin layer of zinc that inhibits corrosion. Totally normal. And then Thrifty <laughs> jumps in and says, yep, the pattern is sometimes called spangle. So I thought that was mildly interesting. I'd say um, <laughs> at least posted to the subreddit. What is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is I'm so glad that the uh, the discord parsed a link that had a picture still because this subreddit apparently pulls the image once it gets sold <laughs> so it's like i went and i was like what well what is it what is it and luckily i went back and saw that uh uh i guess really jed just took a screenshot of it um but yeah terrific um and that is what i have perfect no robin and spangle and that did we have a voicemail I no that we did that last week that was listener listener okay. eric yeah okay. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I'm just going to double check. <laughs> For some reason. You know what I think it was? I think somebody random uh, uh, voices.google.com apparently is giving me a 404. Uh, voices? <laughs> what are you, are you hearing them in your head? Isn't no, it voices.google.com? <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> 404. Um, I do think somebody, uh, some someone had uh, called our Skype uh randomly the other day and i was like i'm not gonna pick yeah. this up i don't know who this is <laughs> we don't give a skype uh -uh. number out uh but you can call and leave voicemail 44 j pod anyway today's song is called my enemy uh it does have an ascap listing it is from the sure and sure and certain seven inch b-side and uh that was listed on discogs it's a 45 rpm single promo uh from 2016 um it's also from the 30 days 30 songs compilation uh which we'll talk a bunch about uh this was track two of two um on the sure and certain seven inch b-side i forgot to say what i never got a 30 days 30 songs like cd i only ever downloaded it from uh -huh. itunes i don't know if there was a physical release of this um 
uh, outside of the seven inch. Right. Uh, it was released August thirtieth, twenty sixteen. Uh, producers are Jimmy Eat World and JMJ. Uh, I didn't write where it was recorded, but I believe it was recorded at Shade JMJ. Yeah. Uh, writing credits: Jimmy Eat World. Uh, singer is Jim. Featuring here are the crew of folk uh, that worked on it. No one featured on it, but uh, it was. Uh, mixed by Ken Andrews, mastered by Dave Cooley, and the administrator is Cobalt Music Publishing Limited, uh, who we've talked about on the ASCAP page before. Um, do I get a pickle with that and a turkey on rye track, according to Discogs, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Usually it's one or the other, um, but this says that it's both. So uh, that's kind of interesting. I love this uh, comment on the Discog page by Caro on October 11th, 2016. This is some sort of bullshit pre-order slash in-store collection incentive deal, right? How about their fans in literally anywhere else other than the U.S.? We should be able to buy this ourselves. Um, so, neat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no demo. Uh, I don't have any information that they ever played it live. Um, notable high note, there's three of them for some reason in this song, C5, A4, and G4. Um, I did not have many listeners on Last FM, but lots of scrobbles. It's interesting. I feel like this number might be wrong. Um, now, 5,545 yeah. listeners, but 14.2 thousand scrobbles? That's about what I had. So I made sure that okay. I, I played the track from Spotify, watched what was scrobbling, and then clicked on that. Because if you put in My Enemy, oh, there I you get go. Yeah. It, it shows me just My Enemy, no parenthetical, mm -hmm. 30 days, 30 songs, 148 yeah. listeners, 880 scrobbles, none of which are mine. So I thought that something's wrong because I've listened to this song a, a bit. Yeah, yeah. So that your numbers are right. I had zero scrabbles on Last FM, but I did go into my iTunes metadata, and it said I had eight plays last played November fifth, twenty twenty. Okay, so at eight thirty in the morning. Oh boy, waking up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no Last FM scrabbles at the time of uh, doing the research okay. for this. And lastly, we've got the structure. It's a C major key, eight B Camelot, one hundred and twenty six BPM, three thirty four duration. There are lyrics. There are lyrics. Now, I have, yes. What do you have first? So I've got two sets. One is from Genius, and one is from the 30 Days, 30 Songs blog that Jimmy Eat World wrote themselves. Ooh. And so uh, this is literally written by the band. Okay. Um, so maybe I, which ones I, do I you have? I grabbed from uh, Genius, so check me. Great. I can check okay. you. Yeah. Awesome. So the if you look at the cover of this whole 30 Days... 30 songs, it's, it says My Enemy, Jimmy World, but at the top you can see the eagle with uh, what looks like, um, it looks like Donald Trump's mop on its head, right? Is that fair to say? It's small. Oh, let me take a screen grab and zoom in on that. Am I am I mistaken or is that is that what I'm saying? I want, I want it to be that. Yeah. It's, I want it so badly to be that. <laughs> so. I didn't uh, see this detail. Yeah. Yeah, that's 100%. Okay. Like I thought so. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so the song is clearly and they're very open about it. I think a lot of the 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 articles that I pulled up, there it's very open. This is a a Dave yeah. Eggers project um which we'll also talk about. Who is Dave so Eggers? Dave yeah. Eggers. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a little bit. Um and his projects and how all these bands got involved into this. But let's talk let's let's talk the lyrics right now. So Oh, I have a, I have a fun idea yeah. since this is a uh, relatively tough to get sure. song. How about I hit play and then we pause and uh, I think we did this yeah, we recently did. and I liked it. We did. Sure. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and listen cuz we've been talking about this song a little bit anyway. Let's play it a yeah. little bit here in the background. Uh, uh, uh. This is Shani's favorite yeah. song. Sweet. Okay. Let's pause. Okay. There. Good. Good spot. So I've broken this down in because uh, there's so many lyrics. I've broken the first verse here in half. The story is common, so plain we pass by often. All motion defeated by endless what if questions. Ah, it's 
the same story that's always been told. We've heard it so many times that, in fact, we're numb. Uh, all forward progress is halted from all of the potential what-if scenarios. It's, there's, it's almost like information overload. What if this? What if that? Um, and you're trying to argue your side of this. They're trying to argue theirs. Everyone's talking past one another, and nothing is getting done. Second half, obvious. We own it. Our anxious scars and bruises. Heavy hands swing slowly with weight of our own choosing now. And I have that, uh, there's a comma. So it's like, with weight of our own choosing, comma, now, dot, dot, dot. Uh, We're responsible for our own actions. Our choices shape our future. Heavy hands, in this case, so heavy hands swing slowly, could mean clumsy or dictating rulership. Uh, And then, or, or heavy hands also means uh, just, oh, I guess I said it right there, or dictating rule. So uh, it's going to be like a dictatorship or it's just clumsy yeah. hands. And all of this is up to us. So with the weight of our own choosing now. Or we voted this problem. Yeah. In, you with, know, right. So already setting the stage here for, uh, you know, we've heard this before. Um, we made our own bed and now we've got to sleep in it. And this is what we're preparing ourselves for. So then we jump into the chorus, which you want to go ahead and continue on to that? Let us. Got it. I was lost for a minute. I was like, where are these lyrics? I'm scanning right. the lyrics. He's just saying that line four times. I think so. I was going to ask you because he goes, uh, you know, we know, but can't believe it's easy as it sounds. We know, but always told if we let go, we drown. And then it opens up and it, and it goes, yeah. oh, go, but can't believe. Yeah, he must be just singing it out. Yeah. Well, let's listen to that again. Uh-uh. No, I don't know no. what's happening between those lines, and they didn't write it on that blog. Well, geez. Well, here I can't hear it as clearly, so let me listen to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me listen to it over here. What's what uh, time are you at? Uh, jump to oh, one minute. Okay, here let's go to one minute. All right, one minute. Uh, know what you're really offering up, I think. Yeah, I, that's what it sounds like. And yeah, I don't see those lyrics written anywhere on One this One more time real quick. Yeah, so it's know what you're really offering up. We know, but mm. always told, if we let go, we drown. So no. Yeah. It's so interesting that they didn't yeah. write that lyric down. What did I say it was? I'm putting it in my notes. No, what? <laughs> You're giving up? Yeah. Know what you're really offering up. There it is. You're really offering up. So know what you're really offering up. I, I, I think this is also... At this point, he was—he had been elected, and he's coming into office, right? He's okay. Yes. So I think this is almost this like this is August thirtieth, twenty sixteen. This is yeah. basically slapping us on the wrist and saying, "Yeah, you know what you're really offering up your your decision, your choice," which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, that whole choice—what does the choice equate to in this? So you want to keep going? We'll go to the next uh, block, verse two. Yes. <laughs> We're, hold on, one more time. Yeah, 
thirsty for comfort, too proud to ask for answers, libraries of suggestion, the loudest voice is hidden. So much said in so few words here. Dude, your delivery of those lyrics right now reminded me so much of Brian's. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thirsty for comfort. Too proud. Thirsty for comfort. Too proud to ask for answers. Libraries of suggestion. The loudest voice is hidden. What is he saying there? (laughs) Brian. Love Brian. Brian. Uh, We just want to live a comfortable life. That's all we want, like, for ourselves. If our boat isn't rocked, do we care? Why should we fight if my life isn't impacted, right? So many people explain the problems and tell us to fight, but not enough people do. So we hear libraries of suggestions. Do this. You need to be aware of this. You need, And it's almost, again, information overload, and the loudest voice is hidden. So it's just lost in that sea of static versus too much noise. It's cool to read to to hear the bad posture line there. Obvious, so simple. Action makes for removal. Heavy heart, bad posture, collapse and falling under now. Uh, We can take action and stop this from happening. If it's by voting uh, for an opponent or voting for impeachment at this point. Um, And now I think in that third line there, I think that's a physical description of Donald Trump there is that heavy heart, bad posture. Or it could be a figurative description of our nation, too. So on that two right, levels, yeah. are heavy heart. It's almost like sad to look at the state that we're going to be in. And then uh, bad posture. We are just in a bad state and uh, not not uh, the strong nation that we once were. Collapse and falling under. Ooh, collapse. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I love the guitar work here. And Rick's bass here sounds so crunchy, it's great. Bass man. So <laughs> it almost sounds a little bit like uh, Paramore in there when she does. There's one of the one of her more uh, radio songs. Yeah, she just kind of at the end. Oh, I can't think of it now. But she just it's much clearer than than what he's doing there. But it's, it's the way he delivers yeah. it. Uh, OK, you feel well, first, I guess he goes your condition, fake direction. That's uh, and then we go into this final little this outro. Uh, you feel the tide is rising. That water's cold as hell. Think enemies surround you, everyone except yourself, your condition, fake direction is no protection. Uh, And Jim here is saying the water's getting deeper and it's not any easier to endure. All of us, all around us, we're being suffocated by opponents. Everyone in this case on that fourth line, everyone except yourself in this case could refer to everybody else who isn't me. I, again, only care for my comfort, my condition. Choosing not to believe this reality is not a realistic defense. So just turning a blind eye. Uh, We have to stand up and fight for what we believe in. So your condition. Fake direction is no protection. (laughs) You know what this kind of reminds me of? And it actually, like, orally sounds similar. I'm going to try to pull it up real quick and uh, play it if I can real quick. Hello. Oh, probably because it's not in my library. Here we go. This one here. See if you know this one. came out for similar reasons but for a different administration 
I don't remember this long intro. Is this you too? <laughs> no. Uh, is it Radiohead? <laughs> no. Is it the Guess Come Who? <laughs> no, I don't even know who that is. There you go. This is where I remember it starting. At. Is it uh, Propagandi? Oh my gosh. No. no. Yeah, dude. This is, uh, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. This is uh, Incubus. Yeah. Yes, sir. I was going to say, what's the name of the song? Fat Bastard? No, Megalomaniac. <laughs> Which it makes me think of, like, specifically everyone except yourself, yeah. right? Everyone else. We were listening to, Susie grew up an Incubus fan. I was not ever an Incubus mm-hmm. fan. They were too out there for uh-huh. me. Um, and uh, I respect them, though. Um, and so when we were driving home from the beach the other night, I put on Mother Nature by the dangerous summer and she's not a fan because it's too new like she's just like what is this i don't know what this is i don't want to listen to it can we listen to something else beachy let's listen to morning view and i listen to morning view and the hits are good but the rest of it i just can't swallow yeah <laughs> it's not, those are my two well uh yeah not for me make yourself and then morning view are my two favorite albums aside yeah. from that i could like Susie on. likes science on purpose and i just i i don't get it me neither i could <laughs> i can't too, do it too yeah. out there for me that, man. that's a little too far out there incubus <laughs> yeah uh anyway so there uh, we have the specifically that everyone except yourself line reminds yeah. me of megalomaniac so i love that intro <laughs> you too baby yeah, so you good. too there's there's some great um there's some great incubus songs but they're just not i i don't know like what is that music is it just like rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to, i guess I, I guess i need a i need a subgenre or else i can't i can't be into it all right so shall we jump into some track yeah. notes, starting with the 30 Days, 30 Songs Project, all-encompassing, which ended up becoming a 1,000 Days, 1,000 Songs Project. By all means, let's get into that, um, yeah. So, let's see. Uh, I just went to the Wikipedia page and started pulling some stuff, because I didn't know a ton of this stuff. So, 1,000 Days, 1,000 Songs, originally called 30 Days, 30 Songs, then 30 Days, 50 Songs, is a musical project launched on October 10th, 2016, by Dave Eggers, which was originally supposed to release one song per day from then until November 8th, 2016, which is Election Day in the United States. So Dave Eggers is an American writer, editor, and publisher. He wrote the best-selling memoir, A Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius. Eggers is also the founder of Timothy McSweeney's Quarterly Concern, a literary journal, a co-founder of the Literacy Project 526 Valencia something or other, um, and uh, the human rights nonprofit voice of witness and the founder of scholar match i just this dude has done right. a lot and i feel very uh less than <laughs> uh with his resume uh his writing has appeared in several magazines so he's a writer um, but david we have a we have a not... cast <laughs> that says a lot um yeah thank you um uh he's uh you know uh educated man um, been active since 1993. He's got a couple of kids, uh, and uh, and so he started this project. Uh, each of the songs is performed by one of 40 musicians or projects, and the songs all advocate against voting for Donald Trump in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Eggers worked on the project with Jordan Kurland, the owner of Zeitgeist Art Artist Management. The two of them previously worked on two similar election-related projects and the 90 Days, 90 Reasons campaign in 2012. Eggers originally got the idea for the project when attending a Trump rally in Sacramento, California in June 2016. The first song in the project was Million Dollar Loan by Death Cab for Cutie. And I remember that song. Yeah. Um, and and if you remember, the Million Dollar Loan is that Donald Trump, oh, this uh, genius businessman, he got started from nothing and blah, blah, blah. After he received a million dollar loan from right. his father. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy World's track, My Enemy, was in the second group that they opened up. So it went up to Cold War Kids locker room talk or around then. And then they opened it up to that second set, which ended up going to the 50s. Right. And theirs came in at uh, track 38. Yeah. There you go. Um, 
but yeah, uh, who else is on here that I see? Uh, Bob Mould. R.E.M. Um, Tim Heidecker. Oh, God. Rogue Wave. Andrew Bird. Andy DeFranco. Moby has a couple tracks on here. Oh, yeah, I guess R.E.M. has a couple tracks uh, there. Yeah, Franz Ferdinand, all that. Amy Mann. Uh, lots of folk on this. Um, so uh, <laughs> I love this is a great one. The Cooties featuring Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts is terrific, by the way. Um, has a song yeah. called Trumpy Trump. Uh, did you see uh, Ladinsky's Donald Trump makes me want to smoke crack remix? <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, Modern Baseball has Bart to the Future Part 2, the musical. Uh, that's great. Um, so, yeah, obviously, like, not a great time uh, to be living in this country or really anywhere in the world um, during that presidency. And uh, this was a uh, a... An idea to get out the word that he was terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I think we. Yeah. So uh, I did resurrect uh, day twenty six, song thirty eight, Jimmy Eat World, my enemy. This is from the thirty days thirty songs blog, and uh, this is a bit of the text that was submitted by the band themselves. There are dangerous and very real consequences for using fear of the other to motivate a uh, potential electorate. While that's nothing new in politics, what is newly alarming in context of the current presidential campaign is how seemingly effective that strategy has been for a certain candidate. That candidate used the low-hanging fruit of fear-mongering to gain his initial momentum and continues to employ variations of it to sustain his place. The only way to steal yourself against that kind of manipulation is to do the real self-work in discovering and letting go of your own fears. While that pursuit is difficult because it means fighting against your own ego, it remains worth the effort. Not just for what it can do for us as individuals, but even more what it can do for our collective society. Are you willing to accept that maybe, just possibly, what you feel as a threat isn't? Um, and then they posted the lyrics. So that is uh, that is the quote from the band and the uh, lyrics. Yeah, and I did come across on Facebook their Jimmy World account post on November 4th, 2016. Excited to announce our song, oh. My Enemy is Song 38. In 30 days, 30 songs, and then they've got that little, probably the same card you're looking at where it says at the bottom left, Day 26, My Enemy, Jimmy World. And uh, it does, it, yeah. there's 57 comments in the thread, but I'll just read a couple from the top because I did mention this to oh, you. find the good ones. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is actually a, a decent one. Is I read you left this one from Chris Sobel uh, off the album, so thank you for releasing it. Awesome. And then, thankfully, Jimmy World responds to that one, as they should. But then you have uh, David Rhodes. Donald Trump is a fear monger, so let's write a song that invokes fear about him. LOL. So ridiculous. Why did you waste such a good song on such crap? That got no response from the band. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. And then Matthew Hyatt. I feel like as much as you guys have spoken out against the industry and world's elite that you would see past the smoke and mirrors of these voters' choice decisions and we supposedly have a say in. So it definitely starts this controversial conversation. Oh, boy. But then, yeah, Josh Ramshaw should have been on the actual album. Such a sick song. So some good stuff in there. Yeah, you know what's funny is, like, definitely not an Integrity Blues track, but this would fit right yeah. in with Surviving. Oh, totally. Yeah, Surviving. This is this yeah. is a, let's get this in here for track 11 somewhere. Well, you know, to add it. Yeah, yeah. totally, right? Um, Did you find this article, uh, anything else from that? No, Facebook no, this just a couple page? of other uh, people arguing both sides of this, trying to... But, you know, calm, calm yeah. the others down. <laughs> I, uh, I'm like, um, I guess I had quite the, uh, this is an aside. This has nothing to do with the episode. I am crashing hard. Um, so I'm just giving you a heads up that if I start, uh, sound <laughs> sounding like I'm just stroking out, uh, I don't know. My head is killing me right now. Okay. Um, yeah. I think I'm, I'm coming down from the high of talking to Mitch Porter. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. That took a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Consequences Sound Heart has an article. Jimmy Eat World calls out Trump's hate-filled rhetoric with new song, My Enemy. Listen. Uh, and uh, Phil Kosoris 
writes November 4th, 2016, fresh off the release of their most recent album, Integrity Blues, Jimmy Eat World are wading into the presidential race with a stern indictment of Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. Today, the band released the new track, My Enemy, as a part of the anti-Trump 30 Days, 30 Songs playlist, which recently expanded to 50 songs because too many artists hate Trump. It's an anxious anthemic rocker that clearly calls out Trump's hate-filled rhetoric and interrogates why so many of his supporters express hatred for people that don't look and act like them. They're and then they post the poll quote here um, and listen to the song below. Um, so there it is from Consequence of Sound. There were a couple of other... So I, I came across three different articles, one from Paste Magazine. Uh-huh. And this oh. one is titled Jimmy World and Open Mike Eagle Joint 30 Days 30 Songs. This was November 4th, 2016. Cameron Wade. And just some more overview of this. 30 Days 30 Songs has once expanded its lineup, this time to 50 total tracks, adding 10 more songs to protest the Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. Jimmy World is the first band in the expanded lineup with the song My Enemy. It was originally, originally released as a B-side to their single Sure and Certain. But the song's lyrics about unchecked fear are extremely appropriate when considered in the context of Trump's campaign. In the band's statement, they talk about how to resist the kind of fear-mongering that Trump employs. And then you read that out. Um, and the last thing... Oh, and you know what? Open Mike Eagle says something a little bit different. We'll talk about that since you've already read what uh, Jimmy World's take on this was. This election is a bag of burning alley trash. It's burning and it smells. One of the people in it is the worst person ever, and he's dangerously close to the most powerful office in the country because he's learned how to trick poor people into thinking he's going to do something nice for them. It's really bad. I feel like we've earned this enough. We've known for a while now that there's at least two Americas, and we haven't done anything to attempt to bridge the differences in values. So now we have to defend our country from this groping, gross hands. That was yeah. open and, my people. And we still haven't. <laughs> Let us be clear. Donald Trump did nothing. Uh, to make it uh, he won and it was bad so anyway uh, <laughs> and we're still not better even with uh joe biden in the house right. so that is just me <laughs> this is my stroking out uh, <laughs> okay let me go ahead and then take over and, and do billboard.com you didn't read billboards did you oh great i have that open i'm okay. reading it i'll read along okay. with you <laughs> jimmy world released its fourth studio album futures on the eve of 2004 election it led with its title track, an upbeat rocker featuring lines like, I hope for better in November, and believe your voice can mean something. The Arizonans were never completely open about what they were getting at, even though it was a tad obvious. For the 2016 election, they've come clean with an overtly political song. Did you want to read that little bit there? Uh, yeah, it's called My Enemy, and it's from Dave Eggers' curated 30 Days 30 Songs series, which has since expanded to 50 songs, because apparently musicians really, really want to write songs against Donald Trump. You gotta hand it to uh, Jimmy Eat World, the quartet continuously puts out memorable modern rock music that, despite not rewriting any rule book, is so poignant and proficient it demands attention this one's a statement toward jimmy Eat world's heavier side with some eerie vocal effects in the chorus and some surprising screaming at the end that'll have you recalling their set staple mm. bleed american yeah in the last little bit there are dangerous and very real consequences for using fear of the other oh that's exact is that what they said yeah okay, that's yeah. from the poll quote they they yeah. uh they stylized it in a way that it didn't look like part of the poll uh -huh. quote. yeah they got me <laughs> <laughs> trick you <Yeah. ya. laughs> and there was one last thing i came across that i felt was a little bit more uh unique this was from scout mag and scout mag is oh. from scout contributions uh so there's no name associated with this post it's just musicians have taken their first shots at trump with 30 days 30 songs uh oh by uh rach accorda that's it there it is down below it's not enough to sit on this <laughs> any relation to gabe supporter <laughs> Uh, only in um, syllables. Let's see. It's not enough to sit on the sidelines on this one. And Ben Gibbard of Death Cab uh, for Cutie is damn right about that. Standing in the front line for a Trump-free America artist released new tracks with the lead of Dave Eggers, a writer and pioneer of the Project 30 Days 30 Songs. This anti-Trump musical tribute, better labeled a playlist that Donald Trump will hate by the Washington Post, is a playlist project that releases... One song per day from October 10th to Election Day for the hopes of kicking Trump out of the election run. And let me find where Jimmy Eat World is mentioned in this. Here we go. Um, 
So many lies you think it's true. Try walking on water with a brick in your shoes. That must be the Cold War Kids song. Yeah, yeah, there it probably. Is. And is there anything? Let's see. There are dangerous and very real consequences for using the fear of the other. Uh, let's move forward. Yep. We've read that 5,000 times here. That candidate <laughs> used the low-hanging fruit. Is there anything different in this one? The only way to steal yourself a kind... Uh, no, this is... They've basically taken that... The whole thing is the quote. Uh, and then they pull one, a couple of the lyrics here. Thirsty for comfort, too proud to ask for answers. Libraries of suggestion, the loudest voice is hidden. I did like what they had to say at the beginning, though. Uh, they kind of go into more of an explanation of... Um, uh, Eggers and R.E.M. and Ryan Miller. And uh, Eggers knew that this can bring about a revolution. Music has always had the power to motivate people. It's always had the power to change people's minds. It's always had the power to make people think. All right, let's see. Okay, you... I sent, I sent you an article. Stitches, oh my um, God, this is so small. Yeah, I know. It, it, so, yeah, I know. <laughs> my, I was like, my head hurts too much. I think we might have to trade those. I, I did make it big. So this is about the Sure and Certain 7-inch and our friend uh, Stitches and Grooves uh, in October of... Um, 2016 outlined a bunch of information about that seven inch specifically as he is want as they are want to do. Um, and so I thought we could read a little bit and get some yeah. context, excuse me, since we have yet to do sure and certain, and I'm sure we'll read this yeah. again for sure and certain, sure and certain, but there's some information here about the tracks and the pressing and all that stuff. So um, I'll read yeah, this first uh, paragraph and uh, cue up for the second. In advance of Jimmy Eat World's eighth studio album, Integrity Blues, a seven-inch single was released, or at least it was anticipated to be released. The seven-inch, entitled Sure and Certain, was announced back in late August 2016 on the band's official website, which also listed a pre-order link through Amazon with the release date of October 14th, one week before the album's release. I'm sure quite a few people pre-ordered the 7-inch through Amazon as it was the only place to buy slash pre-order it, but as time went on, the 7-inch was pulled from Amazon with no explanation. As time wore on, people forgot about the 7-inch until Amazon pulled it and started canceling orders on the 7-inch's release date of October 14th. That move sent people scrambling on how to get the 7-inch. Lots of incorrect info was being spread from various sources, including the band themselves, their merch guys on tour, indie record, record stores, message boards, etc. Most of the incorrect info came from people who were misinformed, while others purposely lied to drive up business. Here is all the incorrect info out there. It was reported that the only way to get the 7-inch was at a show on the band's Integrity Blues tour if you were to pre-order the album, CD, or vinyl from an indie record store. But no mention of how to of how to prove you pre-order was made. Same people also said they bought a copy of the 7-inch at a show. I contacted some indie record stores and was told it was a tour-exclusive 7-inch. An indie record store owner, not one of the stores I contacted, said during an in-store uh, that the band played there was a 7-inch uh, that was exclusive to them. No, not an indie store exclusive promo like most of these free bonus items exclusive to his specific store. This is confusing me. We, this, we read, but you know what's funny is we read something very similar. We read this because I think it was because we did Integrity Blues. We did that track oh. recently. So we haven't done Sure and Certain, but we have done Integrity Blues, and we did just re read this a few episodes ago. Oh, my bad. No, it's okay. It, once <laughs> once they got to the second one, I was like, this guy, this person has griped about this in one way or another. And I, was, and I yeah. thought halfway through it, no, nah, this is the same content. Yeah. Uh, do you, oh, do you well, read this, though? Off, do you read this uh, as the, as the um, record store guy? Oh, that was despite the fact that people... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I've done that yeah. before on previous uh, yeah. things that he's written. All uh, oh, that was despite the fact that people... At the Northeast in-stores, the band played leading up to the album's release were either given the 7-inch at the in-store or would get it when they went back to pick up the copy of the album they had to buy in order to gain entry into the in-store. And that I got this 7-inch on the album's release date, October 21st, for free from my local indie store with the purchase of Integrity Blues, which also coincidentally held one of the pre-release in-stores earlier in October. So, supplies of this 7-inch seem to be not even close to exhausted as my local store got more copies of it well after the in-store they held uh, with about 100 people capacity. So, the only definitive way to get the 7-inch that I'm aware of is was from an indie record store after buying the album Integrity Blues. <laughs> the 7-inch. <laughs> Just kidding, I ain't gonna do it. Uh, features Sure and Certain on the A side and has an exclusive B side of Integrity Blues on the B side. <laughs> it has a B side on the B side? Are you fucking kidding me? 
<laughs> they said it couldn't be done, Justin. My enemy. Get the president my, on the phone. Speaking of whom, my enemy. Uh, <laughs> the 7-inch comes in a regular 7-inch jacket, but it's made out of very thin cardstock. No download card code is included with the 7-inch. So the only way to get an MP3 of the exclusive B-side is to have a USB turntable or wait for someone to rip it and post it online, which already happened. But the guy deleted the file after a few days, and not many people took notice. But I did. Way to go, Steve's rare yeah, music. Uh, it's clear why my <laughs> enemy was left off the album. But why? Uh, as... It doesn't really fit the vibe of Integrity Blues, but it's still a good song regardless. It's more reminiscent of older Jimmy Eat World albums. Uh, here is a tweet uh, from user Sick, S-I-I-K, Seek, um, at Jimmy Eat World. How many songs written slash recorded not on the record February 2nd, 2017? And uh, February 2nd, 2017, Jimmy Eat World uh, quote tweets. We finished one other song that didn't end up on the album. My enemy. There were a few we bailed on during recording that we might revisit. So some of those, especially since my enemy sounds so much like a uh, um, uh, surviving yeah. song, um, probably ended up on surviving. Sick. Seek uh, responds. Look forward to hearing it sometime. See you, fellas, in Seattle next time. Uh, so there it is. Let's let's actually go to Seek's. Uh, yeah, website. see what's up there. Yeah. Did they uh, have they seen any posts about Jimmy World? Oh man, I'm dizzy scrolling. So I'm just saying no. I'm just gonna say no. I'm bailing. I gotta jump. <laughs> oh man, who can Fall know? Apart. Um. Uh, oh, oh, this is interesting. I did a little bit of research for this one. Jimmy World, June sixth, twenty seventeen. Posts without context, other than that, it's a link uh, to the track itself. Everyone except yourself, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, okay, they uh, interesting that they pulled that one lyric from the album, uh, or from the song, on this day, like way after the song had been released. So I went ahead and said, what was happening in Donald during Donald Trump's presidency on June 6, 2017, uh -huh. that they would have tweeted something like that? And so... Uh, the previous page is directing me to presidency.ucsb.edu slash document slash tweets. Hello. Come on, Link. Go. It was supposed to take me to this page. Here we go. Um, what? Dismissed for 30 days. Right. Uh, Keep it together. Uh, no, you're, no, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. No, yeah, it's I, me. yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, uh, okay, so... Uh, since Donald Trump's no longer on Twitter and he got banned for being just him. the fucking yeah. worst, um, this website has all his tweets. So here's the bullshit that he was tweeting that day. Uh, let me read it in the correct order, if that really matters. Um, I guess this is at 1.20 in the morning. That's right. We need a travel ban for certain dangerous... So travel ban is in all caps and dangerous in all, is in all caps. <laughs> countries, not some politically correct term that won't help, help us protect our people. Uh, at 11 a.m. that same day, big meeting today with Republican leadership concerning tax cuts and health care. We are pushing hard. Must get it right. Uh, yeah, let's see what time Jimmy Eat World tweeted their thing. So I can... Uh, 9.33 a.m. So very much was probably about the tweet. Yeah. That's right. We need to travel ban for certain dangerous countries, not some politically correct term that won't help us protect our people. So he and he had instituted some travel ban. And so sure enough, they tweet everyone except yourself uh, because the very other-ness uh, of the track. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um uh, apparently lots of other people think, to, think that it would fit on surviving, yeah. and I uh, I concur. Uh, ways to get the song legally. Ah, I kept finding uh, that people were having trouble finding the song, so I made a Chorus FM link, which will be in the show notes. Perfect. Uh, as it always is. Um, but if people are having trouble finding the song, they can click on that link, and it will dynamically update as outlets are added. Um, here was, I saw lots of comments, I felt, on Chorus FM when I was doing the research uh -huh. that specifically theorized that maybe the song Through was what replaced this on the album. Oh, interesting. Um, and uh, I didn't find any other proof anywhere, but I didn't know if you had seen anything in your research that said that the reason this got left off Integrity Blues was to put the song Through in its place. I didn't read anything specific like that, no. 
Okay. And I didn't know where that information had come from or where it had been disseminated. If it was just randomly picked, like they wish it was on the album instead of through or something like that. Right. But it, the way it read was that it, it was somehow known that it was uh, in in the stead of. Right. Um. So now I am out of track notes, unless you have anything else. No, no. That's it. Gone through online. I, uh, in the community section, I figured we would look through... Uh, the the thousand days thousand songs YouTube post of this song yeah and see what kind of uh Drek is in here uh, <laughs> I like Mike M this is not Drek it says it's subtle I like it Jimmy Eat World is rad <laughs> simple love it that's great this song is hella sick says why not Neil Day says dope uh. Rob Sandy asking, is this a song that was held back from Integrity Blues? And Frank's Lemon says, no, it was a song written for 30 Days, 30 Songs. The entire album is about how bands hate Donald Trump, thus the name My Enemy. But P Strand 64 says, yes, actually, this is a song that was written for Integrity Blues. Zach Lynn talks about this in a couple interviews. They admitted the song by vote. When 30 Days was a thing, they used this as an opportunity to release the song. Uh, interesting. <laughs> I like it a lot, but what happened to Jimmy World's drummer? The drumming is so stale and rigid. I don't know. The song could have just been good without it. Uh, what a weird... Uh, yeah. Somebody said, nothing wrong with it. It's a basic groove. It's a, it fits the song well. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry. Did you... Going back, I'm going to take a step back. Did you say... Were you asking me if I came across a mention of it being replacing through... For, yes. Did, you couldn't find it? Okay, no. so this is... I had to go through the Muse, Muse ah. Room link... <laughs> to Chorus FM. It's from Riley, W-I-T-I-W, November 4th, 2016. Pretty good song. I definitely think they made the right choice replacing it with Through for Integrity Blues. So no other supporting evidence, but that's... Got it. That must have been the comment that yeah, I had seen. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Take a step back. Uh, what is this? Oh, this is I love I love when people say something doesn't age well. So D Lep five years ago says, just curious, how is Trump putting fear into people oh, with God. his own oh this is probably the same person from the yeah, fucking yeah. Facebook comments. Uh not being a smart ass, just curious and want to be educated. This is the whole tighten the border thing. I think we're we have good reason for fear. And Nicole Holmes says, uh, I happen to like emigration. We have a declining birth rate anyway. Look how many snowbirds come to die here. <laughs> Uh, Sophos34, who we know from uh, the uh, Reddit, says every statistic available says there's no good reason for fear. Immigration helps the economy and immigrants do not commit crimes at any higher rate than normal citizens. And Prince D says, well, this didn't age well, especially the day I'm replying, January 6, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, Tabitha Quinn says MAGA. So. Oh, God, that's always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, okay. Uh, on Reddit, uh, me lithium posts integrity blues alternate track listing. Did you see that? I did not come across that one. No. So this is a theorized alternative uh, track listing where they put my enemy as track five. What is track five on integrity blues? Track five on integrity blues. Watch is it be past uh, the baby through. Past the baby. <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. Um, they have passed the baby as track four. So they have get right, pretty grids, sure and certain, past the baby, my enemy, it matters through you with me, the end is beautiful, you are free, Paul Roger, and Integrity Blues ending the album, which you think it also should. Um, yeah. But uh yeah. That is an alternative track listing. I'm just just my eyes can't okay. read. All right, let me take a go. I got why, why they put it in the order. Oh, I you got, got a okay, few yeah. um Stuff, uh, things from Reddit. And the first is just the Integrity Blue Survivor. It made it to eighth place. Uh, got That's knocked right. out with It Matters, which I love It Matters. There was somebody recently, and I know this is not an It Matters track, but anytime that comes up, I'm going to say this again. Someone on Facebook had mentioned uh, they showed It Matters to their parents, and they loved the track, probably because oh, of how... I guess the energy with which this person said, you got to listen to this this song. I get it now. I didn't like it at first. You know, it's just one of those. But then you hear that second verse, and we'll get into this whole thing when we do that track. Yeah. Or if we haven't already. Gosh, I forget. <laughs> I think we did. Yeah, so there's this. There's a second part where it just it, the, the guitars add on to it, and they, say they do such a good job. 
So I'm surprised they got that one got knocked out at eighth place. But uh, that's where my enemy came in. <laughs> Episode 34. Now I know why you were laughing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so the picture? The patrons yeah. will yeah, they'll uh, enjoy, enjoy that. this episode, um, I'm sure. Okay. And so that's where it, it uh, got bumped out. Uh, let me read this one. This one came from Indie Heads. So I think recently we had Jimmy World show up randomly in a punk subreddit. This is the Indie Heads subreddit, the largest indie music community on Reddit. And five years ago by Underwooding, they posted this and with a bracket of fresh. So they must have... Um, Top fresh posts, weekly or monthly. This must be on. This must have been on a Monday or something. But fresh, Jimmy World, my enemy, and one comment in there, Muser fourteen. This is a really good tune, and I'm surprised it didn't make it onto Integrity Blues, uh, which I'm loving in all caps. Bit bit <laughs> more about the tune here, and that takes us to the museroom.com page, where they basically take the uh, that quote from the band and uh, pop, and then they actually say they they ask the uh, individuals to vote and then they point them over to the chorus FM post. So I'm glad they did all that uh, pointing back and forth. The last thing that I have uh, from Reddit was two years ago by Tech Noir Light, early version of Sparkle. Just found this early version of Sparkle. Mm. Thanks to Love Disaster 69 for recording this. Surprising how actually the song published in Futures as a bonus track of Japanese version in 2004, but written in 2000, even before Bleed American was released. And it kind of sounds like My Enemy, doesn't it? So talking about Sparkle and My Enemy. Let me take a listen. Yeah, go ahead. Which which version of Sparkle? They said an old version Uh, of Sparkle. Actually, the bonus track of the Japanese version in 2004, but written in 2000. I don't know if it's going to be the earliest one. Uh, Let's play the Sparkle demo a little bit. They have a YouTube link here. Oh, oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah, apparently mine doesn't want to play, so. So it's the Nita's Hideaway. So here, let's listen to this just to give an idea. We have have some new songs. So they're they're really new, so you're kind of our our test audience here, so. I do remember listening to this. Me too. I built this up too much. I just want to kind of ease into it and then no one would know that, okay, this song's called Sparkle. Ah, yeah. Totally. Yep. Definitely has that, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and in that thread, Siebes, user Siebes, uh, said, wouldn't be surprised if they took this version. Same chord progression. He just changes the timing up. My enemy is yeah. just the root note. Jim was admitted before that he's reused songs by reversing the progression. Cautioners and a praise chorus is one of these. Root notes That's from right. my enemy can be heard in congratulations as well. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so funny that they mentioned that. Did you make a rave DJ no, for this? I, I did not, but I'm hoping that you did. Dude, I did out of, dude. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, and then I said somebody else did too. So I found a Facebook group post, Um, hopefully. Uh, Ross Chalmers says, I think it's similar Uh especially at the start, to the better song, Congratulations, hence why they couldn't add it to the album. And this is posted to the Jimmy Eat World fans Facebook group. Um, So let me go ahead and play my congratulations. And I just chose it because I was like, I don't know, they kind of had a similar rhythm. So here is my congratulations.
All right. Well, sick. <laughs> so sick. Love dude. that. <laughs> Man, I'm so I'm so glad I wasn't alone in thinking that those songs sounded similar. Yeah. Um, Justin, what are your final thoughts of the song "My Enemy" by the band Jimmy? I'm Cole? glad I was introduced to this song. Um, I put it on. Uh, I think it was on. I asked Alexa to play it randomly, and this song came up. I've mentioned this before, where I had to pause and ask her what band is this and you know she that's still, right i saw you on the facebook page right yeah. it uh <laughs> it was jimmy world and it had the jimmy world sound but it was so different and it, it was definitely yeah. a one-off uh track i think it's good it's gonna it's gonna remain forever uh right in the heart of my running playlist and uh i, I like it what about you I think it's terrific. I think I think that plotting like intro and like sort of thing that they revisited and used I think really effectively on this track makes it the perfect running track cuz you can just kind of like set your pace that way or uh or whatever runners do. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I I uh I forget how good the chorus and that bridge is um because I don't love the verses. But um, I would definitely come back to the song more uh, based on the chorus and the bridge f- from having listened to it today. So, uh, yeah, I think it's terrific. I think it would have been a really good standout uh, surviving track. Uh, so maybe I'll make a playlist where it's included there. Awesome. Sick. Well, I am crashing. <laughs> um, let's. <laughs> I, I, I just uh, I was up at five today and uh, I'll be up at early tomorrow and the kids got school so man just if you see somebody that's just kind of like stroking out (laughs) be excellent to them and each other and party on dudes 